0: Welcome to Bible Imagery. Welcome to Machine Learning Bible Imagery. My righteousness I hold fast. Psalms 26, verse 1. Judge me, O Lord, for I walk in my integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my veins and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. At some point in our life, we feel confident about our integrity and desire to be proven. We know our hands are clean, shedding no innocent blood. We know our heart is clean, having walked the covenant path, keeping our promises to the Lord. Satan has no claim on us. We are free from his religion of slavery and shame. We have chosen the better way as a disciple of Christ. We have put Christ's life and example above our own. We give our life to follow the footsteps of Christ. We believe in Him. We have carried our sorrows and burdens with honor. We have not complained nor murmured about our life circumstances. We have looked to God for comfort and we have felt His love. We know Christ is our source of strength and comfort. In adversity, trial, and tribulation. We are worthy to be proven having endured much adversity and having gained the discipline, focus, and determination necessary to overcome and win. We trust our ability to respond with honor in any situation. We believe that God will provide a path or a way to accomplish his will, purposes, and design. We are meek and patient in the Lord. We do not boast or draw attention to ourselves. We do not seek the praise of the world. We humbly serve the Lord and his children. We see others through the perceptions and viewpoint of the Lord. We listen to the Holy Spirit tell us truths. We follow the dreams and promptings of the Holy Spirit. We are ready for the Lord to evaluate our integrity, discipline, and choices. We are saying we are worthy to be called his disciples, having overcome the temptations of the adversary. We're asking the Lord to claim us as his own. We pray in earnest to be the champion for the Lord. We kneel and pour out our soul to God. We seek the Lord in our prayer and tell him our concerns, fears, and victories. We express sincere gratitude for blessings acknowledged in our life. Job had seven sons and three daughters, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of ox, and 500 asses, and was known as the greatest of all men of the east. In the same day, a servant reported that Job's ox and ass were slain by the Sibians, inhabitants of the southeastern Arabia. And another support servant reported, while the first was speaking, that the fire Of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I am only am escaped alone to tell thee. And another servant reported that the Chaldeans, the Babylonians, ancient Iraq, formed three bands and killed the camels. Another servant reported that a whirlwind had destroyed the home occupied by Job's sons and daughters. Job rent his mantle, shaved his head, and fell down on the ground and worshiped God, saying, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Satan again returns with the challenge. Skin for skin, yea, all that man hath will he give for his life. The Lord limits the test by stating that Job's life may not be taken. Job receives boils from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head. Job's wife chastises Job. Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. Job's friend come and sit with him seven days and seven nights and are silent because they see his grief is great. Eliphaz the Tamite. Wisdom of the Edomites tells Job that the Lord is chastising him. Bildad the Shuhite tells Job that he is experiencing God's judgment for sin and encouraged Job to repent of his sins. If thou wert pure and upright, surely now he would take away, awake for for thee and make the inhabitant of thy righteousness prosper. Job eight six. Job tells Bildad that he knows Job is not he is not a wicked he knows he is not a wicked man. Zophar the Na- Namathite, local to the region, says, Therefore God exacteth of thee less than thy iniquity deserveth, suggesting Job's punishment should be more severe for his sins. Job says to his friends, But ye are forgers of lies, ye are physicians of no value. Finally, Job declares, Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. Job understood the resurrection. He looks forward to a time when he will not suffer, and the things will be restored, saying, If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. My friends scorn me, scorn me, but my eyes pour out tears unto God. Job two hast thou considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil, and still holdeth fast his integrity although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. Job 42.10 And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. The great lesson learned from Job was his test was unfair and the accusations without evidence, yet he never compromised his integrity and honor nor lost his relationship with his Father in heaven. Job suffered severe physical and emotional trials enough for him to wish for death, yet he never blamed God for his misfortune or suffering. Job never cursed God for his pain. Instead, he accepted the pain. The Lord was pleased with Job's integrity, and he restored Job with double portions. I am amazed that Job withstood losing his family without being... With being left in complete isolation, Job turned to the Lord for comfort in these extreme conditions. Job did not fear. Fear is caused from misunderstanding. The amazing process of meditation and analysis takes us into the thought process of Job, where he asks questions and then applies his soul to providing well-balanced and useful answers. Though the process of thought and inspiration, Job gains understanding that is acceptable. By studying Job's thought processes, we likewise can emulate his example and gain inner comfort. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Job respects and honors the Lord. Why? Why? Because Job loves the Lord more than his own life. Job is a disciple of Christ, and he looks to the Lord in every thought. He begins to understand the mind and will of God, and he feels comfort in discovery. When we understand God, we love God. When we love the Lord from the heart, we respect and honor Him. Job gains confidence in God through his faith that all things will be for his good. Job never needs to know why the trials came upon him, because he trusts the Lord's purposes completely. He never needs to fight God. Job never has to criticize God. Job never has to endure the pain of asking, why me? Joseph Smith endured endurance like Job in Liberty Jail, learned endurance like Job in Liberty Jail. Job gained experience by the trials he endured. In the end, Job was completely at peace with God and thankful for the lessons he learned and the revelation he gained during adversity. Job Job learns the purpose of life. He received revelation about the resurrection. He gains insight into human nature and the fears of man. He improves his relationship with Heavenly Father. Job becomes sanctified and aligned with the Heavenly Father, becoming one. Job draws deeply upon the Atonement of Christ in his suffering. He finds compassion with the Holy Spirit as he draws on living water and bread to help him endure his trials. Job lost nothing because of his faith and integrity. Because of your diligence, faith, and patience with the Word in nurturing it, that it may take root in you, behold, by and by ye shall pluck the fruit thereof, which is most precious, which is sweet above all that is sweet, which is white above all that is white, yea, and pure above all that is pure. And ye shall feast upon the fruit even until ye are filled, that ye hunger not, neither shall ye thirst. The pains of life can be endured through the joy of the gospel, the companionship of the Holy Ghost can nullify the loss of loved ones or ostracizing of friends once held dear. Job was held spiritually by Christ, healed spiritually by Christ. God heals us with his love and light and teaches us to listen to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gives us spiritual gifts to help us in our mortal journey. Through seeking the light of God, Job was healed. The atonement of Christ kept Job from perishing spiritually. Job was persistent in his faith of God in the face of contempt, criticism, and judgment, persecution directed at him alma thirty four eighteen yea cry unto him for mercy, for he is mighty to save. Job was able to see through the illusions claimed to be reality, but in essence were deceptions. Job was a converted disciple of Christ, and he acted the part well. conversion destroys the illusion. Materialism, wealth, popularity, conflicts of status, and loss of vision create instability. Alma was anxious to preach the word of God rather than govern because he saw value in helping the people return to worship God. As a result, Alma preached faith. Preaching faith increased, wars decreased, the poor were cared for, and the people were happy. Bishop Bateman said, to be meaningful, life must be more than a ephemeral pleasures of the youth. There must be a plan. Death, even if accidental, must be part of the plan. Developing faith in and coming to know one's Maker is at the core of the plan. Having hope regarding to one's eternal destiny and experiencing joy must also be part of life's purpose. Everlasting joy can only be experienced through the assistance of the Master. Job testifies of Jesus Christ, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy my body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. We will all experience the relief and joy of the resurrection and defeat the sting of death, Spiritual knowledge provides the roots during the terrible storms of adversity. God forbid that I should testify, justify you till I die. I will not remove my integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live.